Hello folks and welcome to another episode of the Great Scott Cinema Club with me, your host Chris Toll and co-host Keezy Boy. We've had a bit of a sad time um, recently. We've lost one of the actors for one of my favourite movies of all time. Uh, the main man in Go- uh, Goodfellas, really Otter, passed away recently. Oh, and I think that's, a, that's one that's been felt across every kind of movie fan. The guy was an absolute mm-hmm. legend. In, in Hollywood and he's responsible for quite a few classics as well so um, our thoughts go out to Ray's family and may he rest in peace as they say so Keezy let's bring it up right. a notch God rest you Ray <laughs> God rest you Ray but we've, we've, all got to, we've all got to move on Merlis. right so since since we last joined you we've had some incredible movies arrive at the cinema We've had a few that have been out just streaming as well. And we've got a load of new trailers and stuff like that as well. We're going to touch on no. a few movies. We've got, we've got seven movies to talk about here. That we've seen, <laughs> that we've seen well, either of us have seen since the last episode. Turning off in their droves. Turning on in their droves, mate. We'll be turning <laughs> on in their droves. So we managed to get to the cinema together as well. Aye, um, aye. For the first time since Spider Man, and it was well worth the wait, wasn't it, Keezy? Uh, we've got a hot streak going here. I know you better believe it. <laughs> you've you've got a hot streak. I don't know about me. I've been I've seen some sketchy shit over the past couple of months, mate. Oh, Honestly, um, <laughs> we've got a, <laughs> an absolute raft of trailers to talk about as well, and we're going to do a special top five for a special yeah. guy in all of our hearts. Mr. Yep. Tom Cruise. So, um, without further ado, we'll get to the reviews. Keezy, you ditched me, didn't you? You ditched me. <laughs> Aye, sorry, mate. We're talking about Top Gun, first of all. Top Gun Aye. 2, Maverick. Top, Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun um, Maverick, right. Now, anytime you hear a movie getting a sequel that's a good 25, 30 years later, the excitement builds, but... It never ever lives up to the hype. Never lives no. up to the hype. No I'm sure. Dumb and Dumber, for example. Dumb and Dumber, one of my right. favourite ever comedy movies. They announced a, a sequel. I was buzzing when it came round to watching it. Meh. It, was, it, it didn't hit the right notes. There's been a few over the years as well, like um, oh, maybe remakes and stuff like that as well. And, you know, none of them seem to hit the right notes at all. But... Keezy, I says to you, right, we're going to see Top Gun. I says, Pud, we're going to see Top Gun. Me and Pud have been talking about this since it was announced that it was actually getting made. Right? (laughs) And the son of a bitch fucking turned me down, basically. (laughs) Right? So he's still not seen it. And you know, like, with some some of your mates, you've got, like, my mate, me and my mate Ben, we talk about Robocop all the time, because it's one of our favourite movies. Robocop and Point Break. Right? Me and Pud... Top Gun out or nut, right? And that's <laughs> that's the tie that binds us. And I don't, I don't. I'll be honest with you, Casey. I don't know if that tie's still there. I don't know if I'm ever going to see that guy again. <laughs> What's the point? I know you can't even go and see that together. Then the only way he's the only way he's going to see it is if they show it in fucking owns. <laughs> uh, for, for those that don't know, owns is a bar in Coat Bridge that Pud has got a season ticket for. Anyway, <laughs> so we're moving on, and finally, I says to Keezy, right, Wednesday night, we're going to see Top Gun. Keezy says, can't make it on Wednesday night, mate. I says, right, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll work around your, your schedule, Keezy. <laughs> and Pud texts me the next day, or a couple of days later, and he says, have you seen Top Gun yet? I says, no. He says, Keezy loved it. I tell, <laughs> you, I tell you, mate, your fucking name was Mud. <laughs> Your name was Mud in my house. I says, to Sammy, Sammy, he's went without me. I felt as if I had been stabbed. I'm not going to joke. I felt I had been stabbed. However, there was a very good reason why he couldn't make it on Wednesday with me because he was going on a family trip. Am I right? Where were you off to, Keezy? Aye, the family trip down to St Anne's. And I mean, the cinema was, was right across the road. And I, I wasn't going to go, but I just, there's a, <laughs> I can't not go yet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's understandable. However, that left me a wee bit in the lurch, to be honest with you, because 
I couldn't get anybody Aye. to go away, and I wasn't going myself. Nobody seemed to want to see this movie, and I don't know what the script is with that. So, says to her, Sean, Sean, are you going to see Top Gun with me? Aye, I'll go and see Top Gun with me. Right? The next thing I find out, he's went on his own to see it without me. <laughs> now, a lesser man would be getting a bit of a complex, right? <laughs> but it turns out that Sean was had a day off. He's like, he works hard. He had a day off. The Wayne was out, his missus was away with the Wayne somewhere, he was on his own, and he went to the cinema and seen Top Gun, which is fair enough, right? So, Aye, don't grudge him that. Eventually, the text comes through, Keezy says, when are you available? I want to go and see Top Gun again. Now, <laughs> I don't know if any of you would have got as excited as I got. What that meant to me was, this movie is an absolute belter. If Keezy texts you and asks you if you want to go and see a movie that he's already seen, it means one or two things. It's either a musical or it's one of the best films ever made. Thank, <laughs> thank Christ it was the latter of the two. Right. So I said, I will go, we'll go on Thursday. So Thursday rolls around and Keen's uh, staying with me on Thursday nights. So I says, right, we'll go and see Top Gun. He says, right, okay. Because all he has pals had seen it as well and they were raving about right. it. Bearing in mind, Keen hasn't seen Top Gun 1. Oh, has right. he not? No, no, he hasn't. <laughs> so he's 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 13, he's going with the Joneses, do you know what I mean? All the all the nah, kids nah. are all the kids have seen it and are raving about it. Um my big cousin was up doing a bit of work in my house and he says that his boy went to see it and text him as soon as he came out and says, I don't care what you're doing, stop what you're doing and get to the pictures <laughs> and go and see Top Gun Maverick. Now, my expectations were high for this film, Keezy, like really high. Uh, However, it exceeded my expectations. <laughs> I've, I've never been in a cinema and actually physically cheered for things happening <laughs> in the movie. And uh, obviously, I've, I'm not shouting out yes, but... You know what I mean? Punching the air when things were happening and all that. I was, I was uh, excited. And I, I say at the start of the film, I says, if Danger Zone isn't in this movie, that is, but as well just leaving the now. And Keezy says, <laughs> well, prepare to be disappointed. So the, the, the opening credits come up and it's pretty much shot for shot, the same as Top Gun, which is right. brilliant. You know, straight away, Plus. you've got that, you've got that kind of comfort Familiarity. That's I mean the oh, yeah, the com- right. the comfort of familiarity, right? So you're sitting there and it's it's the the gunship and all that and it's all the all the planes lined up and all your men are getting at the signs, the hand signs and all that, and then as soon as the plane takes off way to the danger zone Brilliant, brilliant man, absolutely buzzing. Right? But then it takes a wee bit of a, a right turn. And we see where Maverick is now. Now again, Aye. you've got the comfort of familiarity when he opens his he opens his locker and there's the jacket. <laughs> Puts it on, gets on his motorbike, and you're like, this is just top gun, and I'm loving every second so far. <laughs> I, well, I'm not going to spoil anything for you because this is a film that you need to see. You need to see oh, it in the cinema. But the action scenes, they managed to make Miles Teller a character that I actually liked and I yeah. I want I wanted to succeed. He's excellent in it. The scene with Val Kilmer was and I had a tear in my I'm not gonna lie, I had a tear in my when I was watching it. It was brilliant. It was it done was perfectly. perfectly done. Aye. Aye. We just got it spot on. Um Aye. From, from start to finish, there's not a lull in this movie at all. No. You know, um they've they've done the right thing. Obviously there's there's certain characters that, that aren't in it from the first one. Um, but there's wee cameos and stuff like that from from other actors who were in, were in the first movie as well. Um, and if you're, a, if you're a big fan of the first movie, you're going to enjoy the wee nods to the past as well. But Definitely, yeah. But you, won't, you don't need to have seen the first one to enjoy this movie because no, he, no. Ian absolutely loved it. He loved it. <laughs> and, Again, I don't know what it is with him, but whenever he goes to see a movie that he likes, he starts hammering the soundtrack. Right? right. And he's went, he never went for Top Gun 2, he's went for the soundtrack for Top Gun. 
So uh, you've, you've got Berlin and stuff like that as well. Better. I said, Keezy, that was the one point that you uh, felt that should have been changed. Like, there's a scene close to the end where it's a wee bit of a montage kind of thing. And um, rather than Berlin playing over over that, it's Lady Gaga because she, I didn't realise she was a producer on this movie. Aye. So she's she did, I think she's part of she did the music for it as well. She helped Hans Zimmer with the sound the, the score. score. Uh-huh. So that's all. She's got her, she's got a clause in it and she's got her own song at the end of it. But it's it's still uh-huh. a good song, but it it would have been so right, much aye. it would have been so much better if it was Berlin, wouldn't it really? Aye. It wasn't that scene the first time I saw it, it was kinda like it, the, the film had ended on an anti climax, but it wasn't it, it wasn't as bad as I first thought. When I watched it again, I was like, I, that is, it's actually, it's not, it's, it's not right. You're saying, when I watched it in St. Anne's, it was like, I mean, it was 4 99 in to this <laughs> cinema, and it was like... Sitting on a wooden bench. Part, it was at the old Parkhead Forge. Oh, it, God. It, I felt like I'd been transported back to the Parkhead Forge, and now I'm sitting watching a brand new 80s movie. And that, That's I, what I think, is, that, mate. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what it is it's an it's a 80s movie that's been made today and you know I would say it's probably the best action movie in the last 20-25 years I couldn't think of anything that got me as excited as this I had a big bag of Haribo that was only a pound and all and that was nearly <laughs> gone by the time that was nearly gone by the time Danger Zone had finished I was like I am all in on this film <laughs> oh, Even where the the old school Jerry Bruckheimer logo pops up, yep. you've not seen that for ages. I know I, that that font, the <laughs> a Jerry Bruckheimer mm. movie. Um, <laughs> but it's you know it's like what you said there. I, I had a packet of Maltesers and a, a tub of popcorn. I was like, ah, I wasn't even five minutes into the movie. And honestly, it's like that Michael Jackson meme where he sits down with the popcorn. That's exactly what I was like, man. And I had a big smile on my, I had a smile on my face the whole way through. And there's bits Aye. in the movie where you're like, ah, holy shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know Isn't what I mean? You, you, think, you think something's happened and oh, it's just, it's magic. You've got your, so that they don't alienate themselves for any movie markets. It's an unnamed enemy that they're attacking. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It's not. Oh, we're attacking the Russians, or oh, we're attacking. We're attacking the, the Iraqis, or whatever. It's nothing like that. It's just. It's like from parts unknown to coin a Aye. wrestling phrase. Do you know what I mean? But really, it's. Well, I could. I say, Stephen, we walked out there. I was like, I could walk back in and watch that again. Straight away, because it was just such a epic cinematic experience. We haven't had a film like that for, for ages, man. It was, it's like, we've had all this woke stuff rammed down our throats and they've just went, you know what? Stuff all that crap. Aye. This is, this is what you've been waiting on and we're going to deliver. Do you know what? I hope and pray that they wake up and see that. Aye. And do you know what else was good as well about it, Keezy? We were going to the pictures and it wasn't a fucking superhero movie that we were going to see. That's a great point as well. You know what I mean? And I know that obviously superhero movies are huge and they've got a massive following and stuff like that, but this was just a breath of fresh air. It was... Right. And, and I know that we've spoke about Tom Cruise before. This guy is an absolute movie star and you don't get a lot of them anymore. You no. don't get a lot of them anymore. I, I would go as far as to say, like, thinking about it, he's, he's had the longest career any proper movie star that I can think of. Right. He's just... He's made, he's made classics in every decade since the 80s. Exactly, he has. And let's see, without without him being in that movie, it would have been all CGI and all that. But see, the, the film definitely, definitely is better off for it not being oh. CGI. You know what I mean? Some like, of these scenes are incredible. I'd have no Even the point goes from side to side next to the mountains and all that. You feel like you're in the body playing me. I know. Could you imagine? Right, my mate, my mate Jimmy <laughs> went to see it in 4D and your seat, uh-huh. your seat moves and all that. Do you know oh. what I mean? Right, so could you imagine being in, essentially being in the cockpit and your seat, <laughs> your seat rumbling and what have you? Oh, oh my God, it would have been amazing. But props to all the actors as well because... They must, they must have had to have went through a lot of hard training to, to be able to be in that movie. No wonder it took bloody 30 years for it to get made. 
<laughs> some of them weren't even born when Top Gun was out. They didn't wait for somebody to be born, aye. <laughs> <laughs> that was one thing that, that see when like now when all the other pilots turn up and then you see the one lassie and you think, oh right, she's going to be the one that Hangman and Rooster fight over, but it wasn't like that no, at all. Was, no. She's just one of the guys or one of the, the, the and she was badass as well. Aye, she was. She was, but what'd you call your man that was he was in Mad Men. John Hamm. John Hamm's character. Like, he basically had the, the role that James Tolkien had in the in the first aye, movie. Aye. You know, which as somebody who I actually thought might have been in the, the movie, even if it was just a a wee scene or something aye, like that. You know, good, I mean, gentlemen, good luck, gentlemen. That's my, <laughs> that's my favourite line for Top Gun. I thought the way uh, Rooster and Maverick's relationship. I thought they got it. Perfectly, the, the tone for it was dead on. This movie's got another Iceman character, Hangman, um, the cooler than cool, he's better than the rest type of guy. The the movie, they the hurt all the right notes from start to finish, and Aye. I absolutely loved it. For me, it's there's no even a debate in it. This is a five out of five, a hundred percent five out of five. It's Aye. the best movie I've seen in years. There you go. <laughs> oh, it's an easy five out of five as well. It's everything that that, that we you could have hoped for. Tom Cruise, he's just got it absolutely spot on. It's it's an instant classic. It really is. And I know, obviously, Cruise has never really been away. Like, he's always done well with the Mission Impossible movies and stuff like that. Aye, aye. I wouldn't mind seeing a Top Gun story carried on, even if Maverick's not in it. You know what I mean? If, if, if Maverick's story's now tied up, there's, they've done so well with the characters that they've built in this movie that I would go and see another movie with their characters without even batting an eyelid. Definitely. Aye, I would as well. Aye. And hopefully this is Miles Teller uh, starting to become a decent human being. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, Casey, Top Gun for me, five out of five for you. Aye. Oh, definitely, aye. Five out of five, so I can't wait until it comes out on the dodgy box so I can watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll move on to a movie that you've seen now, Keezy. Um, Everything, Everywhere, Aye. All at Once. Now, I've seen right. the trailer for this movie, and I'll be honest with you, I was like, I, I need to see this. But I've just never, I've not got around <laughs> to watching it yet. I will do, but I want you to sell it to me, Keezy. Tell me why I should or shouldn't it's watch just, it. <laughs> it's going to be hard enough for me to describe what the hell it's about. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Michelle Yeoh she plays a woman that owns a a laundrette where her husband like the husband's just like a nice guy but nothing happening there he's just uh, he's trying to file for divorce with her the daughter hates her the her dad's coming to town and he hates everything and her life's just nothing and uh, the laundry has been audited by the or the tax department or the auditors or whatever, and it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. She plays the auditor. And then it, it's just going on like that, right? And then all of a sudden, during the meeting with Jamie Lee Curtis, her husband turns into a different person, and it's him for a different universe that's came to warn her that the multiverse is under attack by an evil woman and only... Michelle Yeoh can save the day and he teaches her how to transport into different universes to get the skills that she needs from that universe to fight this evil woman. Are you sure you've not been watching Doctor Strange? <laughs> well, it came out at the same time, is it? And apparently everybody says, well, this blows Doctor Strange apart. Aye. So this is miles better. Um... Aye, so it's all, she has to do some crazy shit to access the other universes. You have to do something totally random. Like, she takes a chewing gum out of somebody else's mouth and starts chewing it. Then that, that, lets, that opens the key to letting her to access all these other weird universes and some of them. I don't, I don't care if it, if it saved the planet or not. I would not take somebody else's chewing gum. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I don't give a damn if the world came to an end within five minutes. Take, take a stranger's chewing gum. That's the most bogging thing I've ever heard in my life. 
<laughs> and it's not even the top 20 in this film. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely bonkers, but you're going to it. Um, she is amazing. What an actress she is. Uh, so underrated. Um, she's brilliant. And Jamie Lee Curtis is brilliant. Some of the things that they got up to together and, and apart is it's it's mental. And the the, the guy that plays her husband's my favourite in it. He's brilliant because one minute he's a shy, timid husband, and then the next minute he's a, a he's like fucking Bruce Lee on steroids. He's, a, he's an ass kicking legend, and he was brilliant. Um, the film is anything but born. It is. Bananas, but it's something that you have to you have to watch. It's mind boggling. It's clever. It's it's it was great. Um, but my favourite thing about the film was because he was my favourite in it. I was like, who is that guy? Because he looks, oh, I was delighted when I found out who it was. Man, he's in one of the greatest trilogies <laughs> ever, and he's in one of your favourite all time movies ever. And then he disappeared off the face of the earth, and now he's back in this. Did Mr. Miyagi? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does fit that description, shit. He does, no, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I'm waiting for an Asian, American, Asian kind of guy. He's two of the biggest films, one year after the other, in those years, and then just disappeared off the face of the earth. He retired for acting. He retired for American for cinema. And very little else, and he's come back for this. Right, and okay. Magic. And I, I, we've, we've spoke too long about Tom Cruise for me to take a good 10 minutes to try and figure out who this guy is. So. <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, who are we talking about? The, the guy that played short round in India. No way! In Goonies. No way, man. <laughs> right, so he's back. Oh, he's brilliant. Where's, uh, where the hell's that guy been? <laughs> I mean, that guy turns it up and he's brilliant. Aye. Aye, so, yeah, she's back, your beauty. Short round's back. Aye. So, overall, um, what are you giving everything, everywhere, all at once? Four out of five. Four out of five. Aye. That's a, that's a keysy guarantee. Anything above three is a classic with this guy. So. I would say as many people would watch it and give it zero out of five. They'd oh. be like, what in the name of hell is this? Is that a Marmite movie? If you just buy it and go with it and just go along for the ride, I'm sure you'll like it. Right, okay, so we'll move on then. <laughs> um, uh, Casey gives that a four out of five. I'll, yeah. let you, I'll let you know what I think once I watch it as well. Um, <laughs> the next movie I'm going to review is a movie that I just I came across, I heard the description and I thought, I'm going to watch that. It's called The Outfit. The less said about this movie, the better, to be honest with you. <laughs> I sat through, it's two hours in my life I'm never getting back and oh, for God's sake. just avoid it it sounds like they build it up in the description as if it's some sort of great mob movie it's a movie that's set in two rooms the, the entire movie's set in two rooms right mm, and, right. and it's just they, they try too hard with the twists and turns it's it's about a a tailor um, who Moved from Britain after his family were killed to America, and he's the he's the exclusive tailor for the mob in Chicago. Right, right. I, I think it's Chicago. It could be New York or something, but it's a mob anyway. Right. Basically, some shit goes down, and <laughs> it's just it's it's, it's like it's kind of like a a who done it kind of thing, but it's just so right. bad. The actor in this movie is on a par with your man in Scream. Remember Carrie uh, K- Elwes? Oh, no, I saw. I, sorry, I saw Carrie Elwes. Who's that? It? Anybody? It's you know, it's they're all they're all nobodies apart from the main guy. The main guy is an English actor that's been about forever. It is right, you, you maybe won't know his name. Um, his name's Mark Rylance, but you would definitely. Oh, aye, 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 because he. He's he's a great actor. He is. He's a good actor, and he's the only good thing about this movie. His acting's right, right. excellent. He's, he's, he's I think still he's the Oscar more a, still on. Did he? Yeah. He's more, he's more a, I think he's more a West End kind of Broadway ah, stage yeah, actor I, kind of thing. But he's very very good in this film. But the rest of the the rest of the cast are absolutely shockingly bad. 
honestly <laughs> so so bad I, I can't even begin to explain it and it's done in the style it's done and it's kind of like a one of the ah see like you know like the old style oh, gangster yeah, movies kind yeah. of thing and <laughs> it's just when it when they tie it all up at the end and you figure out what's been happening you're like ah, why why did why did they even bother going to all this trouble <laughs> honestly it's, it's shocking me it's really bad right. it, I, I don't want to see any more of it so I'm going to get no. one, I'm going to get a one out of five <laughs> Uh, as well, definitely never ever watch. I'll just touch on it quickly on another movie that I watched. I watched the remake of Stephen King's Firestarter, which right, was a okay. Drew, Drew Barrymore movie back in the day. Um, right. This one has got Zac Efron in it, and and again, it's it's nothing spectacular. A decent popcorn movie. If you're looking for a kind of horror thriller kind of movie you could spend an hour and a half watching something worse than this so right. with, with Firestarter I'll get a 3 out of 5 3 out of 5 there's some pretty cool some death quick... scenes in it though I'll be honest with you right okay so some um, quick fire reviews I, I'll, I'll join you in, in that style the first one is <laughs> Marry Me <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I when I seen the trailer for this mate I was all for it I'll be honest with you <laughs> A rom-com with J-Lo and Owen Wilson. So I was on the plane to America and I just watched Scream 5 or Scream or whatever the hell they want to call it. I was like, I need something a bit more light-hearted that I don't really care about that I could just watch on a plane. And this fit the bill. It's just, you're, you're basically just rooting for Owen Wilson to pull J-Lo. <laughs> See it. <laughs> you root for Owen Wilson and everything he's in. The guy, the guy's oh, just a—he's an everyman, isn't he? And you, you want, you want him to succeed in everything that he does. So, if it'd be like you or I going to a gig and trying to fill J-Lo, well, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Aye, aye. So that's that's basically it. It's, they do be nods to pretty women in it, so they know their audience, and their audience certainly isn't a grumpy old man <laughs> sitting on a plane. But um, uh, it was what it was, and it was a, ah, uh, it was a watch. I'll give it. I'll give it. <laughs> I like I like Owen Wilson and I like Jello, so I'll give it two and a half out of five. There we go, two and a half. So the other one was American Underdog. So I've been desperate to see that. We we did the trailer game for it. It's about my fourth favorite cut in the world. It's a cut Warner. Cut Angle. About how. <laughs> he's number. He's number three. <laughs> Wait a minute, Kurt uh, Russell, Kurt Nelson, Kurt Angle, Kurt Warner. Aye. aye okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's about his Kurt Warner, the impossible story about how he became an NFL quarterback, starring Zachary Levi. I think you said it was it's a paint by numbers movie and it kind of does verge on that, but it's got a wee bit more heart than that. And it's a it's a it's good acting and it's a, it's a great story and ticked all the boxes for me. It was everything I wanted it to be. And if you know the story or I like a good sports movie, then it's definitely worth a watch. So three and a half out of five for that one. Three and a half out of five for American Underdog. Life brings us to the last review. Jurassic Park Dominion. Now you'll have heard oh, me. Jesus, I nearly forgot all about it. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have you'll have heard me talking about um, my love for the Jurassic Park movies. I'm sitting in my office just now, and I'm looking at a Jurassic Park picture on my wall. So hey. it's, I'm a huge Jurassic Park fan. I, I love the Jurassic Park movies. The last one before Dominion was a bit mm, for me. I didn't really enjoy it that much. This one's pretty much the same. It takes so long. <laughs> To get started properly. I mean, you go to a Jurassic Park movie to see the dinosaurs, let's be honest, right? There's no, no two ways about it. Decent start to it. Um, however, this one, you're watching, waiting for the big moments to happen, right? The big moments being your introduction to the the old characters from the, from the original right, Jurassic right. Park. You've got Jeff Goldblum, who's uh, Dr. Malcolm. You've got um, Alan right. Grant and you've got Ellie Statler so you've got um, the three originals essentially meeting up with the three Jurassic World main characters as well and what I will say is they, they merge well they, they bounce off each other well there's a couple right, okay, yeah. 
there's a couple of new characters added to the mix as well. They could have they could have set up most of this movie in the last movie, I felt, and just let this one be right. uh, all guns blazing, hell for leather, run away for the dinosaurs movie. And they they missed it they missed it by a mile, they missed the target by a mile, man. Like you say to me, Keezy, one of your pals a huge Jurassic Park fan, they walked out with another left. Aye. He left me a three-minute voice note. He was nearly greeting in it. <laughs> but what I say to you is, it's the last hour where it really picks up. Aye. You know, but there's there's far too much going on and it's got nothing really to do with why you go and watch a Jurassic Park movie. Ah, that's hopeless. You know, and another thing as well, see what you're saying about um, woke stuff and all that? Oh, no. They've, they've tried... <laughs> they've tried to... Like let's let's let the dinosaurs live amongst us and we'll all be friends. That that's <laughs> how, that's how it ends. I don't think they understand what dinosaurs are. <laughs> you know what I mean? See if you see if you open your back curtain or your back door and there's a fox in your garden, you're like, ah, oh, there's a wee fox in the garden. See if you open right. your back door and there was a fucking velociraptor standing. Do you think you're gonna go like, oh, there's a wee velociraptor? No, you're not. <laughs> no. You know what I you're mean? Not be doing much for much longer. Also, <laughs> exactly. Also, <laughs> what they miss here is there's a there's a scene with an aeroplane and you see it in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. There's a scene right. with an aeroplane and one of these big, enormous flying dinosaurs basically causes a plane to crash, right? Aye, now, I can remember that bit of the trailer, aye. Where where is there where is there defence mechanisms against that happening to passenger planes with two hundred and fifty people on it? It's <laughs> nowhere. There's a few wee nods to the old Jurassic Park. There's dinosaurs that we haven't seen since Jurassic Park 1, which right, okay. is good. It, it, it's good because you don't expect it. Um, right. There's a full circle moment. If you know what happened to Dennis, uh, to Dennis Nidre, the Wayne Knight's aye, aye. character in the first one. Aye. Remember when he goes and meets the the guy to sell him the embryos? Oh, aye, aye. Well, that guy's in this movie. Right, okay. his characters in the movie and there's a, like a there's like a full circle kind of bit there as well so that's right. quite good my mate Muzz our mate Muzz is right in what he says it's very much a oh we've created a new dinosaur what can this new dinosaur do you don't need to because see the original dinosaurs that they had they were, they were terrifying enough right? what you need to remember is it's humans against dinosaurs it doesn't matter how big and ferocious a fucking dinosaur is it, a T-Rex is still going to be able to do it to a human with this super-sized thing that can fucking camouflage itself in the in the forest <laughs> and all that can do, you know. Um, but a huge part of the movie is about the fact, it's not even about dinosaurs, it's about prehistoric big crickets or something like that. Right? Oh, is it locusts? Locusts, locusts, that's what it is, right? Yes. And I a lot of the movies about that, and that's and I realise that they were obviously about in that time, right? But that's not what you go to a Jurassic it's Park like movie for. It took itself far too seriously. It is. It's got it's got too much into the science of it, and forgot about what made Jurassic Park popular in the first place. You know what uh, I mean? Aye. So I of the six movies, this is probably the I'd say maybe the fifth best one. Uh, just right. above, just above the last one. The last one, uh, Aye, I, I didn't I, like. I didn't like it at all. The last one. So that's that's what I would say. So for me, Jurassic Park Dominion, I'm going to get two out of five. Two out of five. It's disappointing. Aye, it's, I, I mean, it's all it's, it's all there. Exactly. It's dinosaurs living them with humans, right? Fucking go for it. How hard is it to make a, a good action film with that? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, could you imagine? Like, if, I know we're talking about Tom Cruise again, but could you, <laughs> ima- could you imagine if Top Gun didn't have any planes in it until the last fucking twenty minutes? Oh, Christ! <laughs> could you imagine if it's all about him sitting, sitting pilots exams or something? Ah, exactly. Could you imagine? If, <laughs> could you imagine if James Bond? He was just for the first hour and a half. He was typing up reports about his last, his last mission. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. And obviously they fling in the odd wee dinosaur thing here or there, but there's, there's never really any any like, real peril. Nobody's ever in any <sighs> real peril at any point up until the last hour. Don't right. get me wrong, the last, the last hour's good. 
Do you know what? Uh, it, it, it is it's good. It's a slog to get there, but... Aye, aye, it really is. Sean made a good point. I went with Sean and Keane to see it, and Sean went like that. I don't care about any of these people. Like, see, like, with the exception of like, your main characters, even aye. as bad as it sounds, like Chris Pratt, you want him to survive, right? But Bryce Dallas Howard, as it you call aye. don't really care. See the wee lassie? Don't really care. Nah. Whereas you want Malcolm, Statler and Grant, to make it through, absolutely, aye. Can I feel as if they're shoehorned into it, and the locust storyline is what gets them into it? So, I think right. it was kind of like a means to an end that locust thing. That what they need, how they've managed to get them there is the company that is called Biosis, right? The company that's uh, that owns the Jurassic Park now is aye. the company that is genetically modified these uh, these locusts and the locusts are eating all the farmers products and produce except for the seeds that have been generated by biosis so they're basically it's going to be a world farming right unless all of the all of the farmers buy their seeds from this company do you know what I mean? It's just that it's so... Are you so talking f- about a Jurassic Park film here? What the fuck exactly, is going on? Exactly, mate. It's, <laughs> that, and that's what, that's what I mean by the kind of the walk thing as well. That's oh. like, it just touches on... It's touching on Big Pharma without actually touching on Big Pharma. Right, uh, okay. So it's... I, I honestly think I'm more likely to watch The Outfit than this Jurassic <laughs> World film. <laughs> mate, I'm telling you just now. Do not watch the outfit. <laughs> no, do, no, do, not, do not watch it. But it's I you with this Jurassic Park, you wouldn't be missing in. It doesn't it doesn't exactly tie it up the way that the long serving fans for the original series would want it to be tied up, you know. And I two out of five for me, Jurassic Park Dominion. Right, okay. Did, didn't live up to the hype and was not worth the wait. Damn. We'll move on for the reviews this week and we'll go to the trailers now. I've got a list of eight, right? So, <laughs> Black Phone. Oh, I've never seen that one. Never seen the trailer for that. It's Ethan Hawke. No. And it's, right. the trailers have started to show on the TV as well. Just touch on it quickly. Aye. Re- really creepy. Looks like a really creepy movie. Um, it's got kind of nods to other kind of stalker movies. It's also got a bit of a nod to it as well, strangely. Right, about okay. That kind of vibe off it as well. Um, it's a film that I'm definitely going to watch, Black Phone. Uh, Ethan Hawke's new one if you get a chance right. go, and get a, go and get a swatch at the trailer thumbs um, up for that thumbs up for me I Thor I liked the start of the trailer and I hated the ending it I understand why but this movie made me think yes this is a Masters of the Universe movie aye that's what, see if they're ever going to make a Masters of the Universe movie again which they are it's in production it, ne- it needs to be along these lines it, because if they do it properly and you get the proper attorney and stuff like that it'll be a smash hit it'll be an absolute oh, smash hit but this one I think they might be leaning a wee bit too much into the comedy side of things um, but I'll still watch it I loved Ragnarok and is, it, is this one called Blood and Thunder? Uh, lo- Love and Thunder is it? Love and Thunder is it? Right I understand why you didn't like yeah. the end there um, because I mean Who's who's asking for for that for her to be Thor? Who, Who wants that? And then look, she's got an arm like eighties Hulk Hogan at the end holding the the the, the hammer. I'm like, ah, what? Aye, exactly. Nah, it's not for me that one. Next one we've got is Minions: The Rise of Gru. I've never seen any of the Minions movie. I've never seen any of Despicable Me movies. <laughs> so for me, thumbs down. Don't care. No, nah, not bothered either. Thumbs down for you? <laughs> aye, aye. I'm sick of them, aye. This one is one that I really want to see. It's called Prey. It's a prequel to Predator. Ah, right. right Predator aye. movies. What everybody's going to be delighted about is the fact that this is coming straight to streaming. There's no aye. There's, there's no cinema involved in it. And you'll be able to sit on your couch and watch it. And if you're a fan of the Predator movies and you've seen the trailer for this, I think you'll agree this looks brilliant. It does. It looks great. The, the only thing I've got about it is the only ending I can think of is that the predator wipes everybody out that's ever that was ever in the film because that's what it did with Arnie's pals and Arnie only just beat it. So how does a wee lassie with a bow and arrow that I could have made beat the predator? But 
I suppose that's why we're going to watch it. And it, it does look good. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll find out. <laughs> Somewhere <laughs> along the line. Aye, but for me, it's a definite thumbs up. Um, it's a thumbs up for me as well, aye. Next one is one that we both watched together in the cinema. Bullet Train, Brad Pitt's new one. Oh, Jesus. It looks it looks like uh, I have got my Oscar. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they've tried to do? They've tried to make him John Wick, haven't they? Aye. That's what they've done. They've tried to make him John Wick. It's trying to be funnier, but none of it was funny. I don't know if you agree with me, but see when the advert started, the trailer started, I genuinely thought this is an advert for a mobile phone company or something like that. <laughs> I, I really did. You know, it's got that kind of style about it. Really, really in your face, neon. So it's called a bullet train. The, the full movie, from what I can see, is set on a train and right. they're, try, they're trying to get a briefcase. Well, I hope nobody at WWE sees the trailer because that's the idea for a new fucking type of match <laughs> you know what I mean right, but uh, bullet train for me purely because it's Brad Pitt I'm going to go thumbs in the middle because it might be decent and it's just a poor trailer maybe nah thumbs down thumbs down for you I know that you're going to begin as a thumbs down for the next one anyway Pinocchio Hanksy boy oh, no. the Hank Meister <laughs> is back um, <laughs> Pinocchio um, again just a wee teaser trailer but aye this is going. This is going to be. This is going to be a cracker. Aye, it looks brilliant. See, we, we, they're doing all the live action movies, uh, the cartoons. This one des- deserves it because the cartoons are aged a bit. Aye. It's a classic cartoon. It's brilliant, but trying to get like a new generation to watch it would be a bit hard because it's it's really it has aged. But this is this will do it because Jiminy Cricket is a brilliant Disney character. He's one of the best. Aye, yeah. So if you do him right, the, 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 who's playing? Hank. Who's playing Jiminy Cricket again? Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Aye, he'll he'll do well. He's a good actor, that Aye. Um, but Hanks is going to smash it as Geppetto. Oh, perfect casting. You know what? Between <laughs> this and the new Elvis movie, he could he could have another couple. He could win best actor and best supporting actor. <laughs> Has anybody ever done that? At the same Oscars, no. Hanks is clearing up two spaces on his shelf right now. <laughs> Easy boy. <laughs> but do you know what? It's Pinocchio's a definite thumbs up. Um, Aye, the, it, the only thing about it with me is it's going straight to streaming. I think they're selling themselves short there again. But it, so that's a good thing. We'll give it straight away. Aye, definitely. And Disney Plus, it'll probably be one of the ones that you need to pay 25 quid for. Uh, it might be. might be. Uh, I'll be the only mug that does that. <laughs> like, it, like I did with Mulan. Exactly. <laughs> nobody, nobody else has watched that. <laughs> <laughs> next, next one is a movie that's been in the works for a good 15 years, I think. It's Avatar. Um, Aye. The next Avatar movie. Doesn't give much away in the trailer. Um, but no. these movies... To be honest with you, the story the story comes secondary in these movies. I think, aye, visually stunning. Again, it's going to it's going to be a massive hit, no matter aye. how good it is. So I'll aye. be I'll be you going did, to see it, and I'll be going to see it in the cinema to, as well. Aye. Because you got to, the last one was a, an amazing cinema experience. Aye, it really was best three D ever. Without a doubt, you felt as if you were in that place. When was it called again? Aye. Pandora. Pandora, that's right. See the, the, the Disney ride for the Avatar at the Animal Kingdom? Uh-huh. Holy shit, man. I honestly thought I was transported into that universe Aye. on one of those big dragon things flying about in amazing? the water and all that, getting soaked. Oh, it was, that was unbelievable. <laughs> it's incredible. I, I, I probably were in the minority with people actually excited about this film, but I'm up for it. I am definitely up for it, and I definitely Avatar for me, thumbs up. Definitely want to be standing in the queue waiting to see that when it comes out. Aye. And the last one, the last one that we're going to talk about just now, brings us nicely onto our top five because it's Mission Impossible, um, <laughs> Mission Impossible fourteen, part one. <laughs> Tom straps up. He's he's Mission Impossible boots again. Um, it's I need to be honest with you, I've never seen any of the Mission Impossible movies. Um, so, I, well, if I have seen them, I can't really remember them. Uh, you could do a lot worse than start to watch them. They're, they're brilliant. Aye. Well, um, it's, what do you make of this one? 
Ah, the trailer just looks like much. I mean, the last film was brilliant, so this looks like much of the same. Ah, it, it looks. I'm sure it'll be good. The only thing I was a bit sceptically was when it came up at the end, part one. I was like, ah, I don't like that. Cash grab. When does it? When does it ever really work? Putting a film into two. Aye, we've spoken about that before, haven't we? Yeah. It's just that it's a, it, I think Cruz has meant right. This is the last one. Let's split into let's split into two movies and we'll we'll do a cash grab for it kind of thing. But it's possibly the, the production company that's done that. Maybe you know, the, it's who am I to doubt Tom Cruise now after him single handedly saving movies? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. single handedly saved fucking the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, so that brings us to the end of the trailers. Uh, uh, Mission Impossible, sorry, thumbs up. Aye, oh, thumbs up for me, aye. Which is possibly and going to send me back to watch the to watch the other movies as well. Right, so after that, we're going to move on to the top five for this for this episode, and this top five is dedicated to a man who is he's got to be up there. Aye. Yeah, he really has got to be up there with uh, the most prolific movie stars of all time, I would say. He's Aye. not he's not like you've seen people come and go, Mel Gibson, huge movie star, now he's just doing anything that gets flung at him. Aye. Tom Cruise has never been that guy. Um no. I, I don't know if that's maybe down to Scientology controlling his career. Well, <laughs> I guess I guess we'll never know. And to be frank, I don't want to know because long may long may continue bringing these absolute belters to the screen. So, absolutely easy. We've had a wee bit of time to think about it, and we're yeah, going to go with a top five Tom Cruise movies. So for number five, I've flung two together because I wanted to include one of the Mission Impossible films. Right. So Mission Impossible Six Fallout, the last one, was a brilliant film with Henry Cavill in it as well, and yep. Uh, so that, that, that's my favourite Mission Impossible film. So I'll put that in. But the one that I, that's joint number five is Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow, right? Aye. Tell me about so, it. Aliens are, are invaded Earth, and nobody knows how to, the hell to beat them. And uh, Tom Cruise gets basically sent in on this suicide mission. And a fire jet. Then <laughs> a big like, robot suit hang, and he. he Gets killed instantly, but Sounds he good. wakes up. He wakes <laughs> up uh, just before he gets told he's going on the mission. So he, he's reliving this. He's he's it's on a time loop. It's basically Groundhog Day with an alien invasion. With Tom Cruise as the hero and Emily Blunt as the 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 love interest. The interest. Uh, uh, it's a brilliant film. It's, I think it's been under the radar a wee bit, but it's a great action movie. And I absolutely loved it. Edge of Tomorrow, right? Okay. Um, I was, do you know, I didn't want to do uh, the way that the way that you've done it. I'm not taking away from you, Keezy, but um, I've got a couple of honourable mentions I want to I want to talk about. Then, right? So, uh, for Tom Cruise movies, now what the reason that one of them's in is because I went to the cinema to see it with you, and Tom Cruise was playing the least Tom Cruise like character ever. Rock of Ages, right? <laughs> I, I loved it. It get panned everywhere, but I loved it. <laughs> um, I want to talk about one that. Sean and I used to watch when we were kids, and that's Legend. Right, right. Aye. Um, used to terrify me that film. I don't know why, <laughs> but it used to terrify me. And another one which I had on the same tape as Top Gun when I was a kid, and it's Cocktail. Um, so oh, th- those those three get honourable mentions. But at number five is Tropic Thunder. <laughs> right. I know Tom Cruise isn't in it a lot, but. The bits that he, are, he is in are completely unforgettable. He, the character oh. was getting his own spin-off movie. It was, was so good. And again, it's another completely non-Tom Cruise role that he's playing. He's playing a big fat guy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's hilarious. If you get a chance to, if you've not seen Tropic Thunder, go and watch it because it's a hilarious movie if you start to finish. Right? Aye. But... Tom Cruise's wee cameo roles in it are, are tremendous, man. Oh, really are. It, aye, that's, that's a great show. I mean, the film's a load of crap, but it's brilliant. Aye, it's, oh, it's pure, so pure shite, but it's Cozy, hilarious. Cosy him and Cosy Robert Downey Jr. Aye. Two of them are absolutely amazing and incredible in it. They aye, really are. good show. Really it's a, it's a, it's a, don't listen to him, by the way. It's a good movie. Don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, what, what are you getting at number four? 
I, I preferred the way you did that there with the honourable mention. So MI6 is the honourable mention for me. Forget yeah. about the joint number five. Uh, number four is Rain Man. Rain Man. Oh, uh, do you know what? Uh, I'm just going to interrupt you there because that's my number four as well. So oh, is it? Oh, right. I, okay, we'll, so, we'll, we'll go for Rain Man. Um, aye. Um, Dustin Hoffman's given one of the greatest performances in movie history, but Tom Cruise is absolutely brilliant in it as well. I know. He's right up there alongside him, man. He, he really uh, is. He's yeah. a, this, you, you don't envy the situation that Tom Cruise's character's been put in. No. But the way he deals with it is the way that a real human being would probably deal with it, I think. You know what I mean? Like, Aye. He doesn't know whether he wants to continue looking after his brother who's get like, major like, um, mental... I don't know. Is it, is it autism? Is it I think autism it is it not. Is it uh, Asperger's? Aye. I think it is. Don't quote me. I'm not a doctor. I can't really remember uh, the <laughs> things and that shit. But he's got he's get major development issues anyway. Um, aye, aye. But underneath it all, he's a genius as well. Uh, and aye. <laughs> there's scenes in it where, where Tom Cruise wants him to basically help him win loads of money at the casino and stuff like that. And, <laughs> and, and Hoffman's performance in this movie is exceptional. It really oh, is. It is, it's phenomenal. It really is, but um, like you say, Tom's up there, he's every bit as good as him, and I think if you've not seen Rain Man, it's a, it's a good, it's a great movie, it's a, well Dustin Hoffman yeah, won Best Actor, didn't he? Aye. And did this movie win Best Movie? Yeah, he won it, aye, aye, definitely aye, won so, it. So there you go, if, if you need any more convincing to watch a movie, then that's it. And he's, he had a habit of that, see when he goes toe-to-toe with like, the best actors, they get the best out of him. Aye, like A Few Good Men and stuff like that. Hackman, aye, aye. Uh, uh, Paul Newman. Paul Newman. And yep. things like that, aye. Fucking brilliant, man. That's it, aye. And uh, Miles Taylor. <laughs> 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 right, but uh, so both of you have went for Rain Man at number four. Which, what have you got at number three? Well, I would tell him going toe-to-toe with a, a legendary actor, and this one's A Few Good Men. Aye. Uh, I just love it. It's a brilliant film, and obviously the famous scene where they two kind of overshadows everything else. But because they're so good together, um, him and uh, Jack Nicholson. But uh, it's a great film. A few good men. Number three. Number three for me is Jerry Maguire. Right. Um, okay. This is probably even even though he's obviously been in all these great movies. This is probably the bit the biggest pop culture movie that he ever made. You know what I mean? Like, like Definitely up there, aye. You know what I mean? He's like, uh, the show me the money. That, aye, was, aye. that was everywhere. That was everywhere. <laughs> there wasn't a dry seat in the house when he said, uh, when he went in and he done his speech and she oh, said, yeah, you had me at hello. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, the, the guy, he's magnetic. You know what I mean? And he just, he, every bit of him oozes movie star for me and He's like Jenny Maguire. It's a film that shouldn't have been great, but no. it was. Aye. And it's all down to the caster in that movie. He's amazing. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s amazing. Uh, as you call her face, is amazing. Benny Zellweger. Benny Zellweger's amazing. And the boy is outstanding aye. in it. Oh, and brilliant, just aye. like all of them, all of that in the one pot just makes a perfect. Brew, if you want, for, aye, a, for a great, a great not, movie. Like, like you say, he's like, uh, talking about a few good men, the scene where um, I want answers, I want the truth, you can't handle the truth. Aye. Right? Um, that's That was very quotable, right? Everybody quoted that, but aye. Show Me The Money is probably one of the most quoted lines out of any movie ever. <laughs> Definitely. So see if that had come out just now, like, let's say, for example, a football team had made a bid for one of your team's players. The first thing right. that you're going to go to is that meme, into it? <laughs> show, yeah. show me the money. <laughs> show me the money! Show me the money. <laughs> right, so it's, it's incredible. It's a great film. It's a film I've watched a few times. It's aged particularly well as well because Definitely. The, the greed in sport is, aye, is, aye. is at an all-time high just now. So that movie is something you could watch just now and it would, it would be apt for for today as well De- definitely absolutely aye aye so that's my that's my number three is Jerry Maguire what are you getting at number two straight in at number two 
Top Gun Maverick. Right, so we'll, both, <laughs> we'll both get Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick at number two and Top Gun at number one then. No, Top Gun's not made my top five. Jesus Christ. Uh, aye, Top Gun Maverick. One thing I would say about, about this one, it's not as quotable as the first one. No, there's not a, a feel uh, the need for speed. No, I think the, nobody they talk like 90s action movies. I, I've missed the way they, they talk like computer game characters more than normal people and I missed that but I, 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 that was a a plus point for me like the uh, uh, using a dinosaur you'll be extinct soon as I maybe so but not today no things like that it's, Aye, it's how many, but... and even even like Miles Teller it goes to him <laughs> and he says talk to me dad as if <laughs> <laughs> no no but I'll maybe cut that out that's maybe a spoiler isn't it what, the fact that he's just his son? No, I think everybody, uh, I, think, uh, I think they all know. He's in the trailer. Aye, aye, aye. I wonder who the fuck he is. Aye, aye. I wonder who the big handsome bastard with the moustache is. <laughs> and by the way, apparently, because he's got that moustache, moustaches are coming back in now. <laughs> and do you know something? Mm. <laughs> I, I don't blame them one bit, because he is one... <laughs> Handsome cup of tea, that boy, I'll tell you. <laughs> right, so uh, Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick is number two for me as well. So we've already yeah, spoken about it enough on the show today. Okay. <laughs> uh, number one. So this has been number one for when we did the nineteen ninety six episode. It was my number one film for that. And when, when I did my top five sports films, it was my number one for that. And you've already talked about it, and it's it's Jenny Maguire. Jenny uh, Maguire. Abs- I absolutely. I was playing it cool when you were talking about it there, but I absolutely love it. It's, Aye, it's magic, isn't it? See if you could retrospectively hand out Oscars. I think he would have got it. He would get it now. Aye. He, he, he get beat by Jeffrey Rush for Shine, which is an amazing performance, but... I think the more you watch this, is I he was absolutely brilliant in it. He was unlucky that to, to get it. He was superb. Um, I mean, Cuba Gooden Junior. get best supporting actor for that. Didn't aye, he? aye, aye, aye. Ah, oh, Jenny Maguire, what a film! I think I might need to watch it again. Actually, aye, I, I, I try and watch it at least once or twice a year. I love it. <laughs> right, well, <laughs> my, my number one is Top Gun. So what? I, 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 I can't believe you've not guessed that. <laughs> uh, again, I've got I've got 10 40s on my wall. It's my ten favourite movies and Top Gun's up there. So oh, um, it's it's the, the picture that I've got is the inverted flight where it's the Goose and Maverick are upside down and it's the oh, uh, nice the, un, the unnamed enemy uh are underneath <laughs> them and Goose is taking the photo with the Polaroid. Uh, that's oh, that's God. that's the photo that I've got on my wall. So Top Gun, nothing else needs to be said about it. It's just it's magic. Uh, it's it's an absolute class film, even though it never made Keezy's top five. <coughs> also, right, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a fantastic film, and uh, it's stood the test of time as well. So Top Gun number one for uh, Tom Cruise for me. So we'll move on now and. This month's other big release Keezy that we've spoke about was Jurassic Park Dominion. Now, right. I, again, I say I wasn't too impressed with the movie, but I love the Jurassic Park franchise. Um, I can sit and watch them all back to back. I love them. And what we're going to do now is we're going to do a movie quiz actor battle. <laughs> However, it's only going to be actors that have been in the Jurassic Park franchise. Right? right. So that can be Jurassic Park, Lost World, Jurassic Park 3, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, or Dominion. Right. right. Do you want to toss a coin? We'll see who goes first. Aye. You call it. Heads. Tails. Never fails, mate. Never fails. Right, so I'll go first. Yep. Right. Sam Neil. <laughs> Laura Dern. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. William H. Macy. By the way, I need to tell you now, I can't remember anything about uh, The Lost World. So you've got a full form of yourself there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Samuel Jackson. Wayne Knight. I'm scared to say the wrong Attenborough here, so I'm going to dodge that one. 
I'll move on to the lost world and say her name's just went in my bloody head. Uh, Vince Vaughn, he was in it. She was. Oh, I know who you're talking about. She was in Hannibal and all, wasn't she? She played Clarice. I can't remember her name. Uh, I'll go with uh, Tia Leone. Oh, uh, uh, oh, I've remembered her name. Julianne Moore. Ah, oh, yeah, fucker. Uh, Chris Pratt. <laughs> of the Bryce Dallas Howard. You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, what's his first name? Something Wong. <laughs> B- BD Wong. Die? Jeez, oh. He's on every one of them, aye. Aye. Oh, what's her name again? Katie McGrath. Who does she play? She was like, remember in the Jurassic World, she's the, the big pterodactyl picks her up and drops her into the... Into the water the and then she gets set after the big massive fucking... <laughs> a poor lassie. She had a hell of a time, yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty brutal fucking death scene. It was, mate. Um, she was in Merlin, that's the only reason I remembered her. Richard Attenborough, you never see them. <laughs> that was daft. That was daft. Could prove costly. <laughs> oh no. Oh she was a wee lassie that gets eaten at the start of the the lost world. Uh, Camilla Bell. Uh Pete Possel threat. Oh great shout. I've got an odd one. Yeah, you'll be raging that you've not got this one, actually. Who's the guy in Jurassic World with the Jurassic Park t-shirt on? Is he not a famous guy? Ah, uh, he's in the new the new girl. Ah, uh, I definitely don't know his name. Oh, wait a minute, dear. Oh, I've got his name. It's He was in the Spider-Man, wasn't he? The Spider-Verse thing? I don't know if he was in the Spider-Verse, but I know that he's been in quite a few things recently. Jake... Jake Johnson? Ah, uh, you dirty bastard, you. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, no, that's a great shout. The guy with the worst plan in movie history. <laughs> I'm going to train up some dinosaurs. I've <laughs> got <laughs> absolutely nothing. I'm going through every film in order and playing it in my head. There's a big, a big name I forgot and I just I can't even get I'm, I'm going to have to tap out. Seriously? You need to Aye. I still need to get one though, do you not? Aye. Uh, we ringed off about 20 there. I know, that's not bad, by the way. That's not bad going. Um, it's got to be somebody. See if I could remember that old guy's name, man. Um, I think we're going to need to call this one a draw, Keezy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be quite happy with that. Right, we'll call this one a draw then, because I can't get another one either. Aye. Oh, that was, 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 that yeah, was a good effort. Give me two seconds, I need to look that person up. Hold on. James Cromwell. Oh! oh bastard! Fucking <laughs> legend and all. Well, I tried my best. That was a effort. good effort. There was one thing I wanted to talk about, about the, the new Jurassic Park movie. Uh, it was Laura Dern. Yep. The headline was the age gap in Jurassic Park between me and Sam Neill was unacceptable. I'm like, uh, what's she going on about? I didn't even know there was an age gap. I didn't know she was 23 when Jurassic Park came out. I know, mate. She, she, like, she, she had a hard paper <laughs> round, didn't she? <laughs> Couldn't believe it. I was like, what age gap she talked about? I know, I thought they were the same bloody age. <laughs> Now, I don't know if that says more about her or says more about Sam Neill. <laughs> I know. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you something, mate. See the minute Sam Neill comes onto the screen and in, in this Jurassic Park movie or Jurassic World. Aye. You're like that. Yes, man. <laughs> Business is about to pick up. Aye. What a guy. Anyway, that was good fun. That was good fun. Aye. Easy. That wraps up another episode of the Great Scott Cinema Club podcast. Trademark. It does. 
Um, <laughs> anyway, folks, it's been a pleasure coming back to you. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Easy. Until next time. We are out of time. Oh, shit. Sorry. Hey. Hmm. It's been that long, I fucking forgot to sign off. <laughs> and Keezy, what's that? <laughs> we are out of time.